0: Welcome to the Tape Cassettes Show, podcast, whatever it's called nowadays. I am Jacqueline, here to talk to you today about my experience with a new tape player. Um, recently purchased a tape player, I believe it was either 20 or 25 bucks at a Walmart, and I did the unboxing video, which I haven't edited yet. It'll probably be posted probably a few days after this podcast is released and one of the things I noticed like I I I gave it a shot you know I wanted to kind of like I have I have really nice players already but I wanted to test it out in case somebody out there maybe can't find a vintage player um or just was tight on money and they couldn't order one online, or if they just happen, I don't know, maybe it's some kid and their parents at the store with them and they don't really have the opportunity to go to thrift stores, but they're at the store and they happen to see this and grab it, then this is kind of where my thought process was with it. So anyway, I saw it once and I saw it with some blank tapes. And I thought, well, this is kind of interesting because it was a new product. It was a brand new packaging. It was like it was designed because it it almost is like they know it's going to be more popular. So they were like, let's be ahead of this and have something available for people that are into the tape culture as well. So. I was intrigued by this, of course, and they had blank tapes. It was two for three-something. So I was like, okay, that's not too bad of a price. They were 90-minute tapes, and I did get a few uh, to test them out. I haven't tested the tapes or recording quality of this player yet. I mainly used it for playback, and the built-in speaker is really not that good. It crushes the sound, but what it is really, really good for is um speaking so if you were playing a listening or like let's say you were playing a book on tape or you were playing you wanted to record yourself doing memos which thinking of that I might end up doing some of that myself just thinking about that in the podcast now um but it was it was kind of interesting because I played I played the Apollo 11 cassette um mainly because I wanted to play a tape that had both vocal-type talking as well as music, and for copyright reasons, it's just as easier to use my own material. Um, Interestingly enough, someone that I'm friends with on Twitter, um, well, met them from a different, um, from a Discord group, but anyway, so they're a streamer, and they personally never use any Copyrighted music and a lot of the new streamers on Twitch. This is on Twitch. Um, a lot of the new streamers have had issues where they are no longer able to show previous videos or they're muted because they have copyrighted music playing. And when I would Twitch stream, I would play my own music in the background. Um, Not because I'm an egomaniac and I just want to listen to my own music, but it was 100% because of the copyright reasons, and also because when I was playing my own music, a lot of people would ask, hey, whose music is this? So it was kind of cool on both ends of that. And I do, I I will get back into the Twitch game um, once I start getting more into routine, Uh, It's been a little uh, all over the place with everything, and I am starting to get back um, into a routine. That's also why, thank goodness, I'm doing another tape cassette podcast show (laughs) the week after the last one, um, which I will continue to try and do. I'm trying to hold myself more accountable because there are a lot of people who have reached out to me that they do enjoy these, so I am here to help. Um, But anyway... um, Back to the the trial of it, I did try it with my own tape and the playback, and then I did record it. I might have to record it again with my regular microphone um, because I was using it, I was using the built-in iPhone recorder, and it's just not as good. I have a nice um short headphone, or not headphone, but a microphone that I plug into the phone. It sounds a lot better and that's what i'm using to record this right now um i do think that the so i have a sony boombox kind of like cd player cassette player and tape player um so or, or okay so like it's a tape player a cd and a radio <laughs> i was trying to think of all the and normally um I don't have a duplication system right now I haven't found one that is in my budget um and I kind of am getting away with doing things the way I've been doing them so until I find a really good deal I probably won't get a duplication but anyway this um the way that I currently record my tapes to basically sell online or to even make mixtapes right now um there's two ways I do them. One of them is with an aux cable going into one of my um handhelds kind of not a Walkman brand one, but kind of like a handheld recorder and I'll use the aux input to put that on the um tape. And then the other way, which is my preferred method, is to burn a CD and then use the player to record it from the CD to the tape. Now, the majority of and well, there's also a third way I record, but the majority of my music is made on the computer um and I use a little bit of everything. So I have some analog sounds and then I have a lot of um sounds that are from if you hear munching, it's my dog. I don't know what he's eating, but he's making little munch sounds. So in case you're hearing that in the background. Um, and if I leave him outside the door, he'll, like, make noise to come in. So this is the only solution. <laughs> um, but, so, the, fir- the so backtracking, the first way is going to be with the C. The first way I normally do it is the CD player burning to the tape. It has really good sound quality for what I'm going for aesthetically, Um, For sound aesthetics as well as the fact that a majority of my music is made digitally and the audio that I put in there That's analog. I prefer it being like that, too so The other way I have it is if I have multiple instruments that I'll plug into a mixer and I want to record something live. I'll record from the mixer straight into the smaller cassette tape which does it that way Um, and then another way is recording straight from a vinyl record to the cassette and I can use my deck for that and or 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 I could use the aux to the smaller recorder but the majority of the time it's cd to tape and then there are some times where I'm making a mixtape where I'll do cd to tape as well um there are a lot of Issues with doing it the CD to tape way. Um, One of them, for example, is that if the tape skips, or I'm sorry, not if the tape skips, if the CD skips, it will skip in your on your tape. Like it'll, if it skips while you're playing it, it's gonna skip on the tape. So there are flaws to that. And then there's there's the aux cable. The biggest issue I come across with that is the sound levels. So that's something I'm going to be trying um with this tape recorder is to see how it is recording the tape um with an aux and then it also came with a little microphone which I thought was kind of cute but the microphone is probably trash like just (laughs) looking at it it looks really I mean it's like I'm not really expecting I'm not expecting for this to be you know a technics or I don't know I'm not expecting something extraordinary because it's like 20 bucks right but it's definitely not I mean if you're going for the sound quality of it being super like grainy I guess I, d- I don't know the word to describe it but if you're looking for that that totally works if that's the vibe you're going for go for it um I think it's very awesome I think it's a really awesome thing for a kid so like I I I recently noticed on my cassette stuff, um, on my accounts, that there's a lot of younger people going, getting into it, and um, I don't know if it's because the parents are into it and the kids are getting into it that way. Either way, I think it's fantastic, and if anyone is listening to this and you're any age, you could even, I mean, you could be... Twelve or seventy. If you're starting to get into tapes or back into tapes, I hope that, uh, you know, you find an entryway that works for you. And someone recently wrote like there shouldn't be any gatekeepers. Hundred percent agree with that. And part of the reason I make this content is I want to be able to help educate some of the people that might not know about tapes that didn't grow up with them, um, or maybe. Uh, I I don't know why. I, well, maybe like maybe like you're a parent, and you notice that your kid is really good with music, um, or they have a passion for it. Uh, one of the things I wish I had done was recorded all of the music that I played as a kid. Like, I wish that I had done that. Um, and and even like, I mean, there were so many. I was in band and there were so many days of my life in my youth spent making music and doing covers um and it would have been cool to have that on tape because I there well I guess now you can record a lot of it um but the thing I've noticed with the recordings is when it's digital you kind of can't really um it's like you can see it and you can hear it but you can't touch it and there's something about being able to kind of grab, like, I think it would be cool even if you had, like, them recorded on your computer to re- put them on the tape. But I think there is something magical about giving a kid a tape recorder and this little, even if it's, like, a little crappy microphone. But, like, you know what? It's 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 about using what you got. Um, I've seen videos where you have, like, these really famous drummers, and they'll play on, like, a little Hello Kitty drum set, and it still sounds good. I mean, yeah, it would be awesome if they were on the really good drum set, obviously, but they could still rock out on the kid drum set, and I I think that says a lot because it's not about... I mean, the quality is going to be there, but you I've seen so many videos of famous musicians playing on junk instruments and it still sounds good because it's, you, I mean, like, I'm kind of big on the whole gratitude thing and I really feel like if you're grateful for what you have in front of you, it does help bring in more of that good stuff. Um, so it's like, if you have this, even if you have this cheap player, like, that's a great starting point. Um, I recently posted a picture of myself in front of my crappy turntable and um I was holding the low-end theory vinyl record and when I looked at it I was like at first I didn't want to post it because I'm like this player is so crappy and I'm kind of embarrassed that I brought that I bought such a bad player, but it was like in the early stages of revisiting vinyl records. Um, When I was a kid, I didn't... Re- I, I'm not really the most... Uh, I guess you could say I'm not really an expert on the tech side of stuff, as far as that's concerned. I'm more about the curating. I'm about making the music and that kind of stuff. And as a kid, I didn't worry about the tech stuff. That's usually what my dad did. <laughs> like, he had the really nice stuff... And that's you know, that's where I got that from. But the collecting stuff, that I kinda got in on my own. Um, so I have the music taste. It's just sometimes my players well, my players back then were just junk. And, you know, it it was about educating and learning why certain record players aren't as good as others. And that can happen as well as you know, as it can with the cassettes. But, um, I guess the point I'm saying with it is sometimes you have to be humble with your beginnings. I know when I got that crappy record player, I didn't have the money to go and get to LP 120s like I have now, you know, and at that time, um, I was living in like a little studio apartment. It didn't even have a full kitchen. It was like a microwave and a refrigerator, Um, and right after that, I moved, I, I saved a lot of money to purchase a home, um, on my own and then moved in there. So it was, it was using the resources I had at the time. And I I think it says a lot because, you know, you, I, so like I have a, uh, the Sony player I have cost me like five bucks at a thrift store, but not everybody is fortunate enough to have the ability to go looking at thrift stores. Like you might live, I don't know. Anyone has, everyone has a different circumstance, but like if you, let's say it was someone that was in high school and they don't have the ability to go from thrift store to thrift store because I've been, you know, the last five times I went to a thrift store, I didn't find the $5 player. I only find those when I go very often And, you know, not every parent is going to be comfortable with their kids going to a thrift store. Some people still think it's taboo to do that. Um, So you have, um, you kind of have this situation where you got to use what you have. And I know the same players that I get for five bucks at the thrift store sell for 50, 60, 70 bucks online. So I'm not, you know, I'm not expecting everyone to have the same. Ability to find what I find because every everyone has a different situation. So I thought it was important to do the review on this product because this one is available throughout the United States. And um, regardless of the company, I know there's some people that don't like going there. Um, I think it's kind of a cool thing because it's in a regular store and it's available nationwide. So just kind of seeing that gives me a little bit of reassurance that it's that what I'm doing is on the right track, too, because for it to be there at a regular store means that there's other people that might stumble upon it and maybe get into it and not have a way to learn about it. So I think it ultimately I think that it's like a very good starting point. Um, But, you know, there's better stuff out there. But if this is all that you're able to get a hold of, um, by all means, I definitely recommend it. And the main thing is that with, you know, with cassettes, um, you can use it for anything. It doesn't even have to just be music. Like, you could, you could be a writer or something or any, like, you could be a writer or just... You could do it with voice memos on your phone, but you can also just make a tape and like record yourself on the tape. Um, I guess it's just cool. I I thought it was cool to find that, and it was kind of like a find in the wild. wasn't looking for it, found it. I like that the tapes were pretty cheap too, because the the other ones are usually a bit more around here. Um, so I did like that. I liked, I liked it. I think it's cool for like 30 bucks you could get a tape player, multiple tapes and release your own record, not record but like your own album, you know. Um that's what's pretty cool about it. It's the accessibility. Um would I prefer a vintage player? Yeah, totally. I would prefer that. I'm not going to be dishonest about that because it isn't the best quality. Again, I haven't tried it for recording purposes. I'm going to see how that turns out. Um, But as far as I can see, it's pretty good if you don't have any other options. Um, And even if you do have other options, it might be worth checking out just for the portability of it. Um, It does take power and it takes batteries. But a lot of um, the newer the newer tape players are, from my understanding, only made by one manufacturer. I don't. I w- wasn't able to find the the information on that, so it may be inaccurate. But I do remember reading that somewhere. Um. I I can't source it though. So, if you happen to find out, let me know. Um. I probably should have looked it up a little bit further, but as far as I know, there's only one place. Well, I should say that there's one place that makes a certain mechanism for it. Like, there's a lot of companies that are going to manufacture things. Um, I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying out loud, but it. from what I have read, there's one company that makes the heads or something where they're not as good as they were in the 80s, 90s. So, the thing to keep in mind is that if you are looking for the technology, that was the peak of it was the eight, you know, the eighties and nineties, that's where the best vintage gear is going to come from are those years. Um, and there's, there's a ton of videos on this. Um, but ultimately if you happen to find this player, um, and you don't have another option, it might be worth checking out. But I kind of prefer the retro gear. I, I usually recommend that over the new um, if you have the affordability and accessibility of it. The tapes I feel like are really good to new, to use new because recently I bought vintage tapes that were sealed and when I went to go record on them they immediately unwound so I was like okay great um, and it was like a brand new tape just happened to I don't know, just be my luck on that one. But I do like that there's new tapes and that, you know, 90-minute tape, two of them for three bucks isn't a bad deal. Um, Yeah, so that was the main thing on this episode. I hope that you have a great day, night, weekend. Um, Yesterday was Halloween. It's now November 1st. So that is it. Have a great one.